Welcome to episode 22 of Charlie's Music Production Lessons, which is a spinoff of my podcast, Composer Quest. I'm Charlie McCarran, and in this show I'll be digging into my own productions in hopes of getting your creative gears turning. Sometimes you have to give yourself weird challenges to get out of your comfortable habits. In this episode, I describe a technique I'm calling visual MIDI improvisation, where I draw in MIDI notes in a visually pleasing way without any regard for what they sound like. I also share some techniques you can use to make a listenable track out of these visual sketches. This production lesson originally aired in Composer Quest episode 133 with Syriac Harris. For more music production lessons and composer interviews, visit ComposerQuest.com. I was inspired by my interview with Syriac Harris to create a piece of music based purely on visuals. Although Syriac listens back and tweaks the notes as he goes, I decided to take it to another level and turn off my speakers until I was totally finished with the MIDI entry. I also tried to avoid anything I would normally do to make it musically right and just make it visually interesting. My plan was to draw in three different MIDI layers, choose the synth sounds randomly for each of them, then listen back and see what I had. After finishing each track, here's the beautiful masterpiece I got to hear as a result. I could see right away it would need tweaking if I was actually going to make something listenable out of this. So let's take a listen to each track. And if you're curious about what these MIDI tracks look like, check out my blog post at ComposerQuest.com slash VMI. For instrument A, I tried making some hill and mountain type shapes. The restriction I gave myself was that there would be only one note playing at a time. I also never repeated the same note twice in a row. So here's what this first instrument sounds like after adding an Ableton Live synth sound called Saw Bleep. I wasn't really thinking about how fast this would be in real time, but I'd deal with that later. For instrument B, I wanted to make something a little less dramatic and scattered, and more repetitive. Here's what that sounded like with a synth accordion sound. For instrument C, I thought I'd try doing something like the shepherd tone illusion, where the music seems to rise up infinitely like a barber pole. I picked a sound called Mushroom Square Bleep, which sounded kind of fun. Well, that was cool, but nothing like I expected. I realized that this mushroom instrument I picked was monophonic, so only one note would play at once, making my barber pole effect pointless. It was time to try tweaking each instrument for version 2 of this song. For instrument A, I tried to slow it way down so it wasn't just a flurry of notes.
For instrument B, I changed the synth from accordion to dance stab bleep to make it interplay a little better with instrument A's pluckiness. For instrument C, I also slowed it down and changed it from monophonic to polyphonic so it would play multiple notes at once. Here's what the three tracks sounded like together. After listening back a few times, I was liking the rhythmic groove starting to take shape, but I felt like the pitches were too random to actually enjoy it. I had a flash of inspiration to add a MIDI effect that would limit these notes to a C major scale. In Ableton, this effect is called Scale, and it takes each MIDI note and essentially rounds them up to make it fit within the scale. After C majorifying each MIDI track, here's what they sound like together. slightly more pleasant. For the next version, I decided to try adding key changes so it wasn't all in C major. There's an easy way to do that with Ableton's scale effect by adjusting the transpose parameter. By changing the key every four measures, it seemed to give direction to these random notes. Before we hear this new version, here are the changes I made to each instrument. Instrument A got a delay for stereo goodness. I changed the synth in instrument B to have a longer sustain and release. This small change seemed to add the most musically interesting element yet, and it kind of glued the track together. For instrument C, I finally ditched the mushroom synth and added one called Plucked One Buzzy Bass. I also added the same delay I used with instrument A. I noticed that what I was hearing as beat 1 was a little off in each instrument, so I played around by offsetting the timing of the tracks to make it a little easier to follow. Here's what the full mix sounded like. Now it was time to get into full tweaking mode. I added a ton of automation, which means changing different parameters of my effects over time. This helps make a track feel like it evolves and has direction to it, even if it has randomly generated notes. I also decided it wasn't too much against my rules to add a drum beat, so I went for a classic drum machine sound. (laughs) 
This is actually a composite of three different drum beats. Here's what the final mix was sounding like. Even though this track is super busy, it seemed like it was missing something. I realized I was really craving a steady bass line to ground the track. I found a simple bass sound, doubled it an octave up, and added a bit of grunge to it. I think it's really cool how a single bass note can give context to everything else going on. If the bass note isn't what you expect, it can give a ton of depth and tension to a simple chord happening above it. I might have gone overboard with that idea in this track, but oh well. It was a fun experiment. Before I play the full track, I want to remind you that you can find all of these production lessons at composerquest.com cmpl or search on iTunes for Charlie's Music Production Lessons. Thanks for listening. Here's the final track, which I'm calling VMI, for Visual Mini Improvisation.